Big news, friends. Mega has a live show, which we will also live stream. It's going to be at the Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles Saturday, March 16th, and it's a 4 p.m. matinee. We're going to have a lot of amazing guests, so get your tickets now by heading to our website, megathepodcast.com. And if you're a Patreon member, you get a discount. So join us live or virtually on March 16th and get your tickets now. You know the unmistakable sound of opening your freezer door? That little kiss? Well, my freezer makes that kissing noise and I kiss it right back because it's filled with butcher box cuts that have made my life way more convenient. Delivered right to our doorstep, free shipping, always, and curated customized box plans. It saves me money and trips to the grocery store and I can meal plan for weeks at a time and I got leftovers to boot. Eat better this year with the best meat and seafood on the planet delivered to your door. ButcherBox is offering mega listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. That's three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free, that's free, in every order for a whole year. That's a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Get a kiss from your freezer and your family and sign up today at butcherbox.com mega and use code mega to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Thanks, ButcherBox. When you listen to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, the comedy podcast, you get a belly full of laughs and a head full of real information. Our gallimaufry of expert guests answer questions on stuff adults need to know. I have mold in my dwelling. What do I do? What's gerrymandering? What happens chemically when I fall in love? How do I handle a parent-teacher conference? What are microbes? Listen to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. Solve problems, get laughs. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional megachurch. We are here. The Lord, we are here. And we're ready. ready. To podcast. Hiya, I'm Hallie Labonte, and this is Mega. Coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where every single week we give our mega church a tiny family feel. And we always love to introduce you to members of our church staff, people from our community. I find it to be a treat and I find it to be a treasure. And per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome your friend and mine, Gray Haas. What is up, Hallie? Happy New Year to everyone. It is so nice to be back. Oh, Happy New Year, Gray. Well, we are new in Christ, and I am just feeling so pumped for 2023. Isn't that massive? It's going to be a blessed year. It's going to be blessed. Too blessed. You know, how are you doing with your kids who come to Climax? Are you doing a fresh start of a new clean series in the new year? Well, I haven't had a lot of time to focus on Climax at the moment, Hallie, because uh, I think people are probably on the edge of their seats with the whole malady thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, as people know, uh, my lady friend, former lady friend, Malady, uh, turned out to be the pastor master, as they're calling her. She's in the top 10 most wanted people by the FBI right now, I think. And wow. I am getting updates. Hallie, she is really evading the law enforcement. I mean, 
She sneaks around the world from Kiev to Carolina. She is just a sticky fingered filcher from Berlin down to Belize. And they, she's taking them for a ride. You know, she was on a slow boat to China and uh, you know, where in the world is malady? And, um, yeah, you know, I'm I'm just getting updates from the FBI all the time. And you the, are oh, you're getting uh, the FBI calls you with updates. Oh, totally. They are. You know, they're always like, oh, well, she's been in Pakistan, and then she ran a scam in Scandinavia, and then she wow. stuck did a stick up down under and pickpocketed in Perth, and then, um, you know, she puts the missing misdemeanor and stole the beans from Lima. I'm surprised they share so much with you about her whereabouts and her whatnot. I know it's cool, and I'm kind of hitting it off with the uh, the the agent uh, who's who's working it on working on the case. Is that right? Is she I, Christian? I, I, I don't know yet, Hallie, but uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. It's pretty cool. It's very very cool. Yeah, well, you're um, eligibly single now. You're a, a hot Christian bachelor out on the scene. I know. I'm pretty busy right now. But, you know, the other thing, Hallie, that I'm really uh, fascinated by, have you heard about this thing? Um, it's called sin surrogacy. Sin surrogacy? Sin surrog- like a surrogate? A surrogate, but for sin. Oh, wow. It is this awesome new thing, Hallie. What it is is uh, a group who aren't Christian, um, are taking on the mantle of sinning for people who are Christian in case they are tempted by sin. Because it doesn't matter for the it non-Christian. Matter for They're them. going to hell either way. What's the tip? And so you can pay about $25. You call 1-800-SIN-STOP. What? And you can say, okay, uh, I want to know what it's like to do X sin. And they will then go out and do slap that. Slap my sin. husband. Exactly. I mean, they they will they will go out and slap maybe not your husband but somebody's husband. And what? Do that. And so I tried it because I, I was really fascinated. I mean, you could do anything, any sin, Hallie. You could do you know banking at a credit union, uh, voting for a Democrat, eating or at a buffet three times in one day, having sex with a foot. What? Anything. I mean, these are things that pe- I haven't done that. Of course, I didn't ask for that. Of course, this, these are what people ask for. But I called in because you know I really wanted to know what it would be like to watch Drag Race, and. <sighs> Oh, sure. It was great because, you know, I'm not going to watch that. That's sick trash. I've heard of that. The RuPaul thing you're talking about. It's oh, I don't know what it is, but, you know, it keeps coming up uh, with people that I'm friends with that, that that are, you know, not Christian. Oh, people are watching it. Oh, people watch this, Hallie. And so and the, what are the drag racers doing? Well, I have I had no idea until I called 1-800-SIN-STOP. And it was great. I talked to this lady. Her name was Barbara. And um, she said, okay, I'll go watch it. You put a it week, on a credit card? A week, put it on, I, I put it on my business, my church card. And a week later, she got right back to me. Hallie, she gave me a complete briefing of every single season. Now I know all about it. I can talk about it with my secular friends without ever having to commit the sin of watching it. That is amazing. Isn't that Great. awesome? That is... I know. So I, I shout out to Sin Surrogacy because I think it's such a great way for Christians who might be tempted by sin to go ahead and say, yep. Exactly. That's what I thought it was, and I don't want to do it now. You know what, Gray? That might be like money well spent. You know, you could throw that away on therapy. 
You could spend an hour in therapy just crying about your problems and having beefs with your parents, or you could use that money paying sin stop sin stoppers to go do the thing for you and it must feel like therapy when they report back i am I, it, I really would bet that is what it feels like hallie because this so detailed it, it, it's it's amazing i mean i know i know all the catchphrases and everything now oh what are some uh sashay away that's a catchphrase good good god girl get a grip oh. uh no tea no shade oh. Um. Yeah. You could just say that for any occasion, or you, oh, sometimes you go. Oh, just a click of the tongue. Oh, every time a friend brings up a drag race, I just go, and they love it, and they think oh. that they think, think I've watched it. Wow. Yeah. I think I heard a missionary speak that language once. Totally. Anyway, wow. Holly, how are you? It's been eventful, Gray. The new year is off to quite a start. Oh, really? What's going on with you? Well, we had to put our uh, snow tires on. I had to take the t- uh, my Tahoe into um, Sears, and it, they did the snow tires. It has been so snowy and cold here. Oh, my goodness. I love the snow. I th- that blanket of white, I feel like it makes everything quiet and wintry. It just, it just always reminds me what a beautiful artist God is, you know? We're, really? Th- the world is his canvas. It's like we're in one of those ross perot bob ross's oh right but it's been eventful i got my snow tires put on my tahoe at sears and i had the whole family in the car we were coming home from church today and i'm driving faster than i should have been admittedly in the snow but i'm like i i got these tires on and uh all of a sudden i hit must have been black ice or something gray and i was doing that with that real slow side you know where the you're, where the wheels are just still facing forward but you're sliding sideways Tokyo drift I was gonna just I could see the whole Tahoe going over on its passenger side in too the fast, ditch too furious it's got a six probably a six inch uh, drop off there some such maybe a couple feet and gray I felt the hand of God come out of the sky and push our Tahoe back into the perfect lane in the perfectly bright, straight, going straight again in, in between the lines, right where I should be. God righted my vehicle in front of Lance Labonte, my husband and my kids. And I, my hands were shaking, my knees were shaking. And I just said, kids, pay attention to that. Did you see that? That was angels. Angels moved our car and righted the ship. And, and I want you to remember that forever, that God is real, that prayer works, that angels are working around us all the time. And I've I, got, I've got God bombs. Right. right? <laughs> that is amazing. Oh, I know. I just, I thought it was a cool teaching moment for the kids. And um, then I'm just speeding again to try to get home. And well, why were you going so fast, Hallie? It seems like you would have slowed down. We didn't make it. Well, what Lan- do you mean? Lan- were you late? Well, you know how Lance is normally on a pure animal protein diet. He only oh, right. eats chicken and turkey and yeah. beef and steak and stuff. And uh, over the holidays, I noticed he was dipping back into some dairy. Okay. And this morning before we went to church, I saw him getting into some old pub cheese. And I said, don't do it. And oh, I no. think he finished off what was an old pub cheese from the holidays. Before church? Yeah, for breakfast. Oh, no. And so then here we are in the Tahoe coming home from 
church and he was like, step on the gas, Hallie. And I was, and then almost got us killed by uh, sliding sideways off, you know, the snowy road. I was out on plank road, hit some black ice. God saved us. And then. Well, luckily you made it. You didn't make it. Unfortunately, Lance had an accident in the passenger seat, and all the kids were in there. And of of course, my son Day can't let it go. He's traumatized. Really, I I think he's about to have a panic attack at the time. Having it, and I just said, you know, pray, Day, what you have to do if you think you're having a panic attack. I start praying. Also, maybe put your head between your knees. And he said, No, I got to get out of here. The smell and everything. It was a bad smell. But as a mom, you know, I did diapers for years i'm not too worried about it and i know we're gonna get it cleaned up and as long as we get some you know uh some spray and wash on it quick it's not gonna the the smell won't set plus it's we have leather in there anyway so it's not as bad as if it was fabric it'll come off easily and i'm probably gonna be the one cleaning it up but day was like riddle me this ma if God can keep the Tahoe from wiping out on some black ice, why can't he help dad's bowels make it home? And I was like, you know what, day saving the car was life and death and your dad's bowels were not. I don't know. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis. And at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, You will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the megaverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good. And not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. (laughs) From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, just like Jesus petitions on our behalf to the Father, our guest today is a super petitioner for Twin Hills. She runs our super pack. It is my pleasure to introduce Brenna Ziesman. How are you? Welcome to the program. It's so nice to be here. I love everything you guys do, and I'm so thrilled to be part of this community. Oh. Well, we feel the same way. You are one of the most important people keeping Twin Hills in power, you know, helping run the country. It's big time, baby. Stop. I couldn't do it without our donors. Well, in that right. And I mean our financial donors, our 
other donors, organs, you know. That's true. <laughs> all of our donors contribute so much to our community. Well, uh, Brenna, I did want to just uh, first say congratulations because I did, you know, I get your emails where where you're always uh, sending out these great fundraising emails about the types of issues that we're contributing to. And it seems like this year we raised a lot of money for a lot of important Christian issues. And um, I'd love if you told us, you know, both how much money we raised and what kind of issues uh, we're really getting, what kind of stuff we're getting done in Congress uh, in the country right now. Great. Yes. I would love to tell you everything in excruciating detail. Uh, as you know, with our policy, we we don't disclose the actual financial earnings, uh, Okay, but sure. I can say, you know, you're being cheeky, um, but it's a lot. And um, I'm very proud of what we've been able to accomplish this year. Um, so much. I don't know if you've been following the news, but uh, we got we got some cool things passed. Yeah, major victories. Legislatively. Yeah, major, <laughs> major victories for Christ. Yeah, and so lots of really good stuff. Um, in terms of, you can guess how much money. I don't like to tell people, but if I have a couple of drinks, who knows? So oh. I'm not drinking right now, but. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, I mean, I do want to give you a high five too, because you got some awesome Supreme Court justices uh, seated. And I know that, you know, you were just saying like, you know, you send us 10 bucks, we're going to get your favorite justices in. And you did, you got some of our favorite ones in. Mm -hmm. I thought Kavanaugh was awesome. Mm -hmm. And then we got Amy Coney Barrett. And it was just, I mean, it just was really, it was like slam dunk after slam dunk. It takes a village of super PACs to pull that off. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still padding everyone on the back for that. It was hard with Kavanaugh too, with all the rape allegations, but we persevered and just threw money at the problem yeah. and, it, and it worked. So it was cool. Isn't that awesome? I mean, th that's truly, you know, Jesus, he did say a few problematic things about give away everything you have to the poor and all that. But um, I don't think he was talking about in these modern uh, days when we actually are going to have to use uh, the, the money of the rich and powerful people to remove people's rights um, to, to do things like murder. You know, like w you don't have the right to murder and we're going to have to um, legislate uh, all your uh, human rights rights away before we all take off and get raptured and get on out of here. Human wrongs. <laughs> human wrongs. Thank you. Thank you. Them, yeah, we call them human wrongs. That's right. I, I've been, you know, I feel like, um, you know, Christians, we've had such a good year and then we just got slapped back in the midterms because the gosh darn liberals are so angry about, um, you know, uh, well, how loving we are in terms of, you know, trying to protect human life and, um, you know, just make people live by our standards, basically. And so they're real angry right now, but it's the same way. I mean, I've raised kids. They get so mad when you try to, you know, keep them on the straight and narrow because they don't realize it's for their own good. Um, do you have kids, Brenna? Um, that I know of. Yeah, I do. I, I do have one right now. Um, he is... Thankfully, a boy. Nice. Good, good, good. Yeah, I would have not wanted a girl. You know, they just... Well, yeah, because a boy can be president. A boy can mm -hmm. be really anything. Um, you know, the, the men are in charge as it should be, you know? And um, boys are fun to raise. They're really fun to raise because, mm -hmm. you know, they don't have a lot of the emotional problems and all that. With a girl, they're going to cry. With a boy, you can just be like, dry it up, shut up, you know? Mm -hmm. Boys aren't supposed to have feelings, and it makes it way easier, I've found. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How many 
How many boys do you have, Haley? Well, I only have, I have one boy and he's a teenager and Brenna, I'm going to be honest with you. These are some hard years. He's challenging uh, everything I've taught him. I've raised him with a good Bible knowledge and now he's using it against me, Brenna. He's, you know, uh, got all these ideas about, you know, loving and loving meaning being inclusive. He wants us to just include Mm -hmm. everybody and anybody. He's getting poisoned by the liberals. He thinks that every American adult should be able to vote. And I'm like, honey, this is a democracy and you'll learn in your political science classes that it's not every adult gets to vote. It's, it's, we want the right people to vote, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's hard for kids to wrap their heads around, but you know, their skulls aren't completely hardened yet. You know, uh, Brenna, I did want to ask though, what did happen in the midterm? Because everybody was talking about this red wave and I guess it just didn't happen. Well, I will say it's all part of God's plan and we did get Marjorie Taylor Greene back in. So, you know, we had, we have to celebrate the victories as they come in. Um, I, I, I think that it, uh, seems like the bad guys are winning, Mm. but they're not, you know, in many States, it's still really hard for harlots to kill their babies. Mm. So that's a victory for our church and for, all us God-fearing folks. Yeah. And, you know, I think uh, to answer you, the one antidote to the red drip is just more money. We just, yep. I think we just need more money. I think that, I think people are having a hard time. Their pockets are hurting, so I hear. And um, they need to just suck it up and give more money to churches like ours so we can more effectively do our job. And our job is to help them live in a country that isn't all sinners. Speaking of Marjorie Taylor Greene, I saw you were posting a TikTok with her. That was awesome. So are you are you all friends? Yeah, we are. We met on a message board uh, for this guy named Q. And we hit it off right away. We're both white. We're both blonde-ish. We have a lot in common. We're, we're gal pals. And were you posting that from a bowling alley? Yes. You and Marjorie Taylor Greene aren't just, um, you know, white, female, blondish humans. You're also massive intellectuals. Uh, Thank you. You both, uh, you, you've got heads on your shoulders and you're, um, you're compelling, charismatic characters. And what's it like to hang out with her? What's her personality? Uh, you know, what are the things she likes to do? <laughs> She's a spicy c- I mean it in the most endearing terms. She likes to go to uh, those places that sell uh, dogs. They don't exist in liberal cities, but the the boutiques that they sell the dogs in. She likes to go there and buy a dog and then sells it. And then that's how she makes money. Well, I mean, I guess she isn't on a, a committee right now, so I think she's probably got time to think up creative hustles. Isn't yeah, that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw you in the driver's seat of that beautiful ruby uh, ruby red Tesla that's self-driving, mm. and I was next to you at a stoplight. I couldn't get your attention, but I looked in the front seat of your car and saw that you had a manicurist in there in the passenger seat giving you a full-on manicure on the way to work. She even had the little, you know, 
finger drying uh, mm -hmm. machine that you could put your hand in to get your gels, uh, you know, dry faster. And I just thought that was so cool. I said, that's a sign of a successful woman. Not only do you not have to drive, but you can multitask, right? Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. Yes. Um, that is Lilith, my manicurist who I travel with. Thank you. And I, I would drive, but I can't. I'm not legally allowed, but that's a whole nother story for another time. Um, thank you. Yeah. I mean, success is, uh, it's, it shows up in all sorts of ways, but I, I, I'm glad that you clocked that. I worked really hard to have a manicurist in my car. So thanks. <laughs> so you can sit in the driver's seat of a Tesla as long as you're not, as long as it's on autopilot, it's not considered driving. Well, someone else breathes into the, um, Oh, the breathalyzer thing? That thing. Someone else does. Lilith does that. Lilith does oh, that. I see. And uh, so, yeah, I can drive. What, and so what happened that you have to breathe into that? Do you have asthma or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it is. Well, if I might offer you some uh, encouragement, you know, there's no shame in not driving because not only is it a pain in the behind with traffic and whatnot, but you know what? Some of the greatest minds and most powerful people on the planet don't drive. You know, look mm -hmm. what happens when you become president. You get a driver. So it's just mm -hmm. a status symbol, really. And, you know, if you've had your license taken away or whatnot, um, you know what? That just frees your hands up for more prayer, mm -hmm. I say. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, you're exactly right. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis, and at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the MAGAverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good. And not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. <laughs> From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. earlier or being an organ donor um right and, uh, yeah how does that work can you don donate an organ oh i'm not oh okay oh. no 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 our church has a organ donor uh, beneficiaries it's part of our fundraising it's one of in our portfolio i see or organs are, are we, we have a very diversified portfolio our church because you need a lot of different uh financial instruments to really run a church as as big as ours and one of them is organ donating donating Donate. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. So, so you can donate an organ, and then you all somehow take that organ and monetize it somehow. Yes, basically. Yes, people, church parishioners uh, will donate organs, typically kidneys, because they can still also donate money after they donate a kidney, and um, we then donate with um, to to don to donors. We donate organs to 
people who donate money to the church. And it's kind of like a nonprofit, for-profit situation to raise funds for the church and, and give people organs at the same time. Well, I remember when you said you were really excited about Citizens United. I Because I remember at the bottom of your email, it says, you know, give $5 a month, $10 a month, give a kidney, give an organ. Give what you can. Like, I, I, I loved all that. That Yeah. Give what you give can. Give what you can, because that's really what it's about. We don't want to persecute people who can't afford to be members of the church. And, and you, can, you can give... You can give so much more than money. That's right. That's the motto of our of our church. And that's cool because, you know, you hear like, you know, donate canned goods to the food pantry, donate your old clothes, you know, to the Christian organization, the Salvation Army. But I've never thought about going so far. I mean, you can donate blood. I do it all the time. You can donate plasma for money. Mm -hmm. But I never thought about donating organs. That's real cool. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, using what God gave you. And you save the life of the church by doing that, mm -hmm. which is bigger than the life of any individual. I mean, I this job, I... I used to work on Wallace Street, and uh, I'll tell you, this job is really, it's so much more emotionally satisfying um, than when I worked in finance. So, yeah, um, I'm, I'm glad that we're just able to make an impact because that's really what it's about. Wait, who did you work for when you worked on Wallace Street? I worked for Lehman Brothers. Oh, really? Oh. I worked for Cantor Fitzgerald. Oh, okay. So the big ones, the good ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then this thing happened on, I don't know if you've heard about what happened on 9-11, uh, 2007, but it was pretty bad and it got me soul searching uh, as to what I wanted to do. Um, and I decided I wanted to give back to the community. And so I left Wall Street and I joined the church. So what is that what they call 9-11-2 in the business world? 9-11, mm -hmm. the squeakquel. It uh, didn't involve a terrorist attack. It just, I got dumped. I got mm. dumped by my boyfriend who was my boss. And it happened on 9-11. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Before we leave that, um, w was your boyfriend one of the Lehman brothers? Or who was your boyfriend? I didn't mm -hmm. really understand. Okay. It was a boutique firm. It was Lehman, but not the Lehman you're thinking of. It was uh, okay. Gary and Charles Lehman. They had an office on Wallace Street. It was W-A-L-L-A, -L -L -A, not to be confused with Wall Street. But they had a little boutique finance firm, and I oh, worked wow. for them after college. And then it was so such a rat race um, that, I, and then I got dumped. And then I was like, right, "What is this world?" And that's then I ended up finding Jesus, and then fundraising for Jesus. And here we are now. And is that why you call is that why you call it the Squeakquel because it was a rat race? Yep, that's exactly why. Okay, so you were working for this. Uh, you know, high power, or I guess mid to low power finance place mm -hmm. on Wallace Street, and you're dating one of the brothers. Mm -hmm. I, I, this is just fascinating to me because, you know, I love movies like, um, you know, one of my favorite movies is Wolf of Wall Street. Mm -hmm. I love uh, Margin Call. Uh, you know, some of those are just some of my favorite movies because I always thought, you know, I'd be pretty good on Wall Street. Uh, what, what's it like when you're working in one of those firms and, you know, you're dating, you know, the main guy or guys or whatever? It's um, sweaty. Oh. Because you're working and you're working and you're working and you're having sex on all the equipment. Oh, whoa. No. And then did you find Christ after that? I found I found Christ during and after. Yes, after. Yes, I had got it all out of my system, and then I was at rock bottom, and I walked by the church, 
And I was so enamored with the community. And I thought, how can I help this community? And I realized that the one thing I'm good at is raising money for other people. And that's how I ended up working for this church. Oh, I love it. And were you at Rock Bottom Brewery or were you talking about the just lifestyle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Rock Bottom Brewery in uh, on uh, Franklin, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so good. I, I, I do drink. I have had drinks okay. before. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's interesting you mentioned the sex on all the equipment. And forgive me if this is too personal a question, but is that a thing on the stock exchange or these finance people you see? I've always wondered what's happening in that pit where everybody's down there and their their arms are in the air and they're all crammed in and they're saying buy and sell. And I've always wondered what's happening, you know, below where you can see around their bathing suit area and their pants. Is is what we're looking at an orgy, you know, with these wicked financiers? Is is that what's happening? when you see these Wall Street types? Sometimes, absolutely, that's what's happening. I think it depends on the time of day. It depends on whether it's a bear market or a bull market. How the market's doing? Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, a bear market might mean that your bear bottom is out or some such? Just asking for somebody to penetrate you or whatnot? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's it's wicked. It's wicked. But, you know, you talk about like raising money and in how you're so gifted in this area. And that's a gift that God gave you, I believe. And um, all of this finance and wealth, I just wanted to ask you, in your opinion, you know, Jesus was so vocal about, you know, how, you know, wealth is going to send us all straight to hell. But now we live in a modern age where we, the Christians, need to wield the wealth so that we can control everybody and, you know, hold them to the standard that we would like the entire planet to live by. And so how do you kind of square that with, you know, being a Christ follower and and still being a wealthy person who wields a lot of like financial, you know, prowess? So Jesus was very into Reaganomics. He was very into trickle-down economics. He felt that a rising tide lifted all boats. And that's really what we try to do at our church. We try to give money to the people who have money, and then they in turn will help the poor. I think that that is very much in line with Jesus's core values. Yeah, I agree with you. Jesus was nothing if not a staunch late stage capitalist and an authoritarian, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, a strong man. And um, that's why we like these guys, uh, you know, l- you know, like Trump, you know, somebody who's going to say, like, I'm I'm masculine. I'm, I'm a good business person. I mean, we've, we're now in the age where we need good business people like a Marjorie Taylor Greene and a Trump. These good business minds, you know, wielding the, the, the power at the top. Um, are you married? Uh, yeah. What does he do? He also works at the church. We try to keep our relationship awesome. quiet, but if you want to take a guess as to who he is, I'm not going to say no. I cannot think of it. Um, let's see. Last name Ziesman. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there are like seven Ziesmans of the church. Really? But it's one of them. Uh, what, is, it, what, is it Charles Ziesman of the Ziesman brothers? <laughs> oh, you got it. I have a type. It's Charles. Oh! Wow, he's so old. Yeah, I have a type. I like old brothers. They have to have a sibling. They have to have a sibling. That's a type. That's my type. Well, I did... I did want to ask what you thought about, uh, you know, we got some great news the other day, which is Trump said he was running again. And I think that is such great news. But, you know, we've also got such awesome, conservative, interesting uh, guys now in there. And, you know, one person that I think 
is really interesting and just as a person and personality is um is the guy from florida uh i really like desantis it just it just seems like he's got a lot going for him what do you think about uh, those two guys going head to head um i think ron desantis definitely has a funny sense of humor um putting uh vulnerable uh undocumented people on planes and sending them to hotspot vacation locations like Martha's Vineyard. It's great. Yeah. That's, great joke. Yeah, that's awesome. Wasn't yeah. that hilarious? That was so great. Um, was yeah. So great. He's got he's got it takes true courage. Yeah. And integrity. Yeah. Yeah. And creativity. That's right. real creativity. So I think uh, I think he's great. I think Donald Trump, you know, is definitely um who uh God is rooting for. Um, maybe it'll be a Trump DeSantis ticket. It's really too soon oh, to tell. Oh, wow. Do you think Trump would ever run with one of his sons on the ticket? I think that would be cool. Oh, wow. I don't think so. I, he has to like the person he's running with. Brenna Ziesman was played by the lovely Jenna Friedman. She is such a fantastic stand-up and writer. Check out all her wonderful work at jennafriedman.com, including her show, Soft Focus on Adult Swim. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie LeBont, and Grey House was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes.